Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Italian Wine Podcast, as Wine to Wine 2020 media partner, is proud to present a series of sessions chosen to highlight key themes and ideas and recorded during the two-day event held on November 23rd and 24th, 2020. Wine to Wine 2020 represented the first ever fully digital edition of the Business to Business Forum. Visit winetowine.net and make sure to attend future editions of Wine to Wine Business Forum. Hello, everybody. Do you hear me? I cannot hear your response. Um, greetings from Warsaw, Poland. Um, my name is Isabella Kamiska. I'm a wine journalist and wine educator, WSET educator. And uh, I am here to present you uh, Slavek Kominski, who will speak to you about all the uh, wine all the wine business in Poland, all the meanders of uh, Polish market. And uh, he's the best person to do it because he's the importer and retailer with a deep knowledge of uh, wine business in Poland. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Isa, for uh, the introduction. Uh, yes, hello, guys. It's, uh, believe me, it's not easy to make a presentation uh, when I can't uh, see you and ca I can't see your reactions. Uh, uh, and it's my first experience uh, with the online presentations. So um, let's start. We don't have um, uh, too much time and I've got a lot of information. Uh, so as Isa uh, said, uh, I'm a wine lover, uh, especially Italian, and I'm trying to mix my love for wine with, uh, with business. Uh, sometimes I have to tell you that when I have to pay my, uh, my bills and my invoices, I realize that it's uh, more uh, love than business. Uh, but I uh, have to say that uh, I'm a, I'm a happy happy guy. I'm also a member of uh, incredible Vinitaly International Academy community, and uh, this is the why I can be here uh, today and share with you all my experiences as an importer and retailer uh, who has been participating in the Polish wine market for over. A decade. Uh, in my presentation, I'm not going to focus only on the market data. I'm not going to bore you with hundreds of charts and statistics. I want to show you the Polish wine market more from the perspective of uh, uh, human behavior and the social phenomena um, that uh, can influence on it. I will show you the Polish uh, average wine uh, consumption model and explain you uh, the differences between the Polish and Mediterranean lifestyle, dining, and of course, uh, the wine drinking. All these aspects, I hope, will uh, better understand what Polish customers need and uh, how to prepare or develop an offer and how to communicate with uh, the Polish customers. So, let's start. We can say that uh, Polish wine market started when communism fell. Uh, and the free market economy has been started. At that, uh, that time, the first Polish wine importers appeared, and uh, especially in supermarkets, it was an ocean of poor quality wines. The 90s was a period of time when an image of wine as a luxury good 
uh, was created. New Millennium uh, brought uh, wave, new waves and wine culture began to develop. Of course, one of the most important events happened in 2004 when Poland became a part of European Union and free movement of goods and people caused the economy boom. After the crisis in 2008, we had a very dynamic growth and wealth of Poles, which are the key factors of the wine market. Of course, uh, 2020 and COVID, it's uh, another challenge for, for us, like for the, all, the whole uh, wine world. Just a few facts and figures, uh, 38 million people live uh, in Poland, which put us in 90 places in Europe. But what uh, is very important, our disposal, disposable income position, position us in 29 places in European Union. And the, Poles, the Polish people has only half of the amount to spend than average citizen of the European Union. This uh, economic distance is decreasing, of course, year by year, uh, thanks to uh, hard work of the Polish uh, society. But uh, as you can see on the map, uh, which uh, with uh, the Purchasing Power Index published by uh, GFK report, we still have uh, to run faster than others uh, for the runaway uh, economy train. Fortunately for us, we can uh, say that uh, uh, some part of uh, Polish society fall in love with wine and import growth uh, is quite impressive, as you can see on, uh, on this slide. The Italy is the country which, uh, from which the most wine has been important uh, to Poland in the recent years. Uh, even five years ago and area, Bulgaria was the first uh, uh, country, but recent years we uh, have seen as an absolute boom in, in Italian wines and figures of import, uh, both in volume and the value, as you can see, are very impressive. And a question for you guys, do you know which wine uh, from Italy is responsible for this growth? Prosecco is the king, uh, as probably also like in other countries. And here we can find uh, another interesting fact that Prosecco significantly consumers by women. So we can say that uh, our queens and our princesses uh, are responsible for this uh, impressive growth. Uh, wine consumption per capita in Poland is still very low. But uh, according to other countries like Germany uh, or the United Kingdom, it's growing. The wine intelligence in their report uh, published just a few weeks ago positioned Poland in the second place the most globally attractive uh, wine market. Only South Korea is ahead of us. After uh, this background, let's uh, take a look at what and how the Polish people consume the alcohol beverages. I know that probably in many of you still exists the stereotype that Poland is a vodka country. This era definitely finished when communism uh, fell and uh, vodka consumption is growing uh, down year by year. But uh, we can say that uh, Poland has become a beer uh, country. The beer beverage is number one. The position of wine is uh, um, in the market uh, share is not so uh, impressive. It's only an 8% uh, in total. But when we look uh, at this data a little bit closer, we can see that in Warsaw, the market share of wine is 25%. And this is the first insight we will uh, focus on uh, further. On this table published by KPMG, 
uh, we can uh, find the data about the retail distribution channels and the differences between the beer, vodka, and uh, wine, and, and vodka, and spirits, and where all these beverages are bought by the Polish customers. Especially uh, data about on-trade on channels might be interesting for you. Only 4% of, uh, of wine people buy in the restaurant, bars, and others. Here you can see more details about wine. And uh, this is the first huge uh, difference between Poland and Italy. When you look at the, the on-trade channels, KPMG published uh, this report five years ago. And of course, the uh, market is changing. But one fact is no doubt. Poles occasionally drink wine in a restaurant. And why? Because they don't go to the restaurant so often like uh, people in other countries. Uh, and I have to say Wines in Polish restaurants are extremely expensive. And uh, especially when we look at this fact uh, uh, in the context of uh, households' uh, disposable income. Another interesting uh, difference between the Polish and uh, Italian wine market is uh, the fact that in Italy, uh, wine drink uh, all people all over the country. In Poland, the main target who is responsible for 80% of the wine consumption lives in a large agglomeration, is between 25 and 45, 50 years uh, old, earns about the average and represents high qualified professional group. So we can say that wine uh, in Poland is a middle-class beverage. So how we drink wine in Poland? Let's focus on uh, this topic. As I told you earlier, the middle-class uh, is the most important part of the part of the Polish society from the wine consumption point of view. So to understand their behavior in this context, we have to look at the average plan of the day, the average representative of this group. The day starts very early in the morning. Wake up time is uh, around uh, six um, or seven o'clock. Most Poles eat breakfast at home before going out which is, and breakfast is a quite a large meal. I remember my mom always saying that breakfast is the most important meal of the day because it uh, has to provide energy for the most, pro most productive hours of our activity. Some companies, all administration, uh, start working at, uh, at seven. School, universities, uh, more, most companies start work at eight. What is very important, there is no official lunch break in Poland. Warsaw is an uh, exception because there are headquarters of uh, international corporation. But most companies have a, la have a little 30 minutes break. We call it the second breakfast, uh, which is like a brunch. Most often it's a sandwich. It's a, it's a cold meal. Uh, and it is very popular also, uh, prepare a meal in advance at home and then heat it uh, at work, uh, at the office, uh, in the microwaves. Because we don't eat, it, we don't eat lunch during work, the main meal uh, of the day is uh, dinner. But we eat the dinner, not like in Italy at the evening, but we eat dinner uh, at home at approximately around 4 or 5 p.m. That is why uh, whenever Poles come the first uh, time in Italy, uh, are in shock when all restaurants in Italy are closed between uh, 3 
and 7 o'clock uh, p.m. As we eat uh, a large meal around 4 or 5 p.m., our supper is um, uh, eaten around 7 and 8 o'clock in the evening, and there is rather light meals. Most often it's a sandwich, uh, maybe some sausage. And uh, as you can uh, imagine, for the middle class, a healthy uh, lifestyle um, is uh, very important. And there are lots of doctors and media where we can uh, hear uh, and say that eating a meal after 7 p.m. is very unhealthy and more and more uh, people are following it. As you can see, this uh, life cycle and the daily cycle has the consequences for the wine consumption because we don't eat lunches and when we eat it, it is uh, absolutely unacceptable socially and by uh, employers to drink uh, wine uh, while working. This is another difference between uh, the Poland and uh, Italy. And we uh, eat the main meal of the day around four or five, uh, as I told you earlier, which uh, in, is in fact in the middle of the free time part of the day. So it's a time for uh, the uh, sports, for for family, for other uh, activities, and there is no space to drink uh, wine uh, during these uh, activities. Very often, the middle class uh, uh, people from the middle class uh, has to uh, drive the children for the practice, for the training, something like that, and it's impossible to drink wine during that. So only the evening is left to drink wine, but most often. The wine, is, uh, the wine is drink without food or drink with a light supper, with a piece of cheese, with uh, some uh, uh, cold cuts. We very often drink uh, wine ra- while relaxing in the evening, while reading a book, watching a TV, watching uh, Netflix, uh, etc. So this is why the wines from Puglia also are so popular in, in Poland. If the average wine drinker in Poland doesn't like the high tannic in wine and doesn't like wine with uh, high acidity, the fact that uh, among Italian wines, Primitivo is number one, it's not by accident, but it comes from our consumption model. That's why when we drink a glass of Prosecco, it is more often uh, extra dry than brewed. And this is why Ripasso is becoming more and more popular in Poland. But uh, what is uh, one of the most important issues to understand the Polish wine market is to realize that in Poland, wine is not only a food companion, but uh, wine became a part of our lifestyle. Group of people on the same level of living treat wine as a drink that uh, accompanies spending free time, meeting friends or relaxing after work. We are witnessing the social changes in which wine is replacing other spirits Uh, to celebrate uh, important uh, events like a birthday or wedding. Uh, Let me tell you uh, some interesting fact that uh, young people, when inviting guests to a wedding, asking the invitation to give uh, them a bottle of wine instead of of flowers. All these facts that I'm uh, telling you have led to the situation that today Wine is not longer a luxury good like like was in the 90s, but becomes a part of life. And we are seeing no spectacular increase in overall values, but general general statistic doesn't fully reflect the essence of the phenomena because the structure of the consumption is changing. We drink more, better wines. 
So the premiumization of the market is one of the most important uh, trends. Of course, we have to talk about the legal situation on the wine market in Poland because it is critical when we are thinking about the perspective uh, for growing. A few years ago, Wojciech Bonkowski, one of the famous uh, Polish wine author and uh, journalists, uh, analyzed data from European markets regarding legal, legal regulations and restriction. And he considered a few indicators like uh, acceptable blood alcohol level, wine marketing, uh, business restriction and taxation, and finally the possibility of selling wine by the internet. And Wojciech gave weight to each of these indicators and developed his own index. After his analysis, we can say that Poland is the most restrictive wine country in Europe, even with harder regulations than Scandinavian country when monopoly exists. But the saddest thing uh, uh, is that, that all the um, initiatives undertaken uh, so far but, uh, by government institutions are focused uh, on increasing restriction and even partial prohibition than promoting a wine culture that then, then, uh, positively affects the solution of alcoholism. Unfortunately, I don't see any lights in this, uh, in this tunnel. Uh, and uh, one of the worst thing and the nightmare for every wine importer in Poland are tax bundles. This issue not only increases the cost of wine importing, but also extends the time of order fulfillment and bring, brings many organizational uh, problems and difficulties, not only for importers, especially a uh, small or medium size, but also for the wine producers. Consequently, uh, it must be said that legal issues are one of the biggest barriers limiting the wine market in Poland. Among others, uh, problems are cash flow, uh, headcount. Uh, you know, the Polish wine market is uh, very young, so there are only few qualified employees who uh, have a passion of wine, product knowledge, and interpersonal and sales skills. Also, logistics and exchange um, rate risk uh, are another um, barriers. On the other side, we are a country with huge potential of growth. Uh, for low wine consumption per capita give, uh, gives us a space to develop uh, uh, for the next decades, I think. The growing income of the society and the phenomena of premiumization are also very important. Availability of wine in Poland and fair prices uh, uh, are the effects of the hard working of, of importers. Also, it's uh, another positive factor. Lifestyle changes, which we are observing, interest in cooking and the traveling, are influenced uh, positively in the wine market for sure. So at the end of our meeting, I would like to give you my six tips uh, for wine producers wants to enter the Polish uh, market. Uh, first of all, make some analyze uh, in which wine sector you want to participate. One of the biggest uh, problem for small, especially for small and medium-sized importers, uh, that they, after they buy a pallet, the same wine appear on the shelves in the supermarket. Make also some research and try to find the cooperation companies at your level. I think that uh, Michelle Shah, uh, with her knowledge about the importers all over the world, but also uh, from the Polish market, will be very helpful for you. Be open, uh, because the importer probably will try to push you for the exclusivity. Forget about this. 
exclusivity, in my opinion, is one of the biggest barrier to market development. And this is also a disadvantage for you uh, because uh, you will close your opportunity to find another importer, maybe in other cities. Get involved without your support, uh, there will be no success and you have to be ready for an extra work to sticking the banderoles on the top of the bottles. And you have to be patient because nothing comes easy in Poland. And uh, think twice if you really want, because the Polish people are not easy to uh, make a business with. They negotiate uh, very tough. Uh, they love discounts uh, and samples. But on the other hand, uh, they are open, honest and uh, friendly, friendly people. I'm at your disposal. If you uh, have any questions, uh, you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on uh, LinkedIn. So please feel free to ask your questions. And thank you very much for for the um, for your time and the possibility to make a presentation. Thank you, Sławek. That was really great. I think we have uh, quite similar experience with the uh, Polish market and the uh, wine business in Poland. We are both in this business since at least one decade, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so that was really, really informative, I think. And I saw many questions. And if you allow me to ask you the questions, um, some uh, some people asked us. So yeah. first question from Xenia Berta from Piemonte in Italy. Uh, actually, you already answered that, but which Italian wine? are more um, on, on request in Poland. Uh, and I think it goes also with a question about what is the image of Italian wine in Poland. I think we agree that we in the Poles really like Italian wines in general, yes? Yes, of course. Italian wines uh, are the, the most popular, popular in Poland. And of course, it's a consequences of, uh, uh, of the fact that uh, relations between the Italy and Poland are very, very strong. And yeah. the people in Poland uh, loves Italy, loves Italian cuisine, loves uh, uh, Italian people, and of course, uh, loves Italian wines and Italian lifestyle also, I think. Fantastic that you said that because uh, Lan Liu asked us about Italian wine style and lifestyle and uh, is it appreciated by Poles? And you already uh, answered that, that it is very appreciated by Poles. And actually, I think that uh, most of your clients would love to live like Italians every day. Yeah, I want to live like Italians every day. <laughs> Who That's my it? dream. That's my dream. <laughs> but it's impossible in our reality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next question would be about a very important thing in wine business. So online sales. You already told us that the online sales in Poland are forbidden. Yeah. Yes. But yes. Slavik, actually, you and me, we know that we can buy wines online in Poland. Yes, we can. Uh, but when we look at the legal situations, very strict. Uh, it's prohibited. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's only the interpretation of the yeah. uh, of the government yeah. institutions. Yeah. So uh, I think it's quite risky. At the beginning of my uh, of my business, I had an e-commerce platform, uh, but after some very negative uh, situation for uh, other importers, I decided to switch off, and I'm waiting for the better times. 
Yeah. So yeah, I I, I even uh, made an episode on on YouTube in my show about it because this is the question. I I think that most of the consumers in Poland are asking, can I buy it? Uh, can I buy the wine uh, online? And Michelle actually is asking us about uh, can wineries uh, ship to private consumers in Poland? Uh, yes, <clears throat> it's uh, it's possible because uh, when uh, I if if I um, got the good information about uh, 90 liters uh, can be can be sell by without the banderols but only for the private customers not on the b2b market yeah exactly on the b2b market uh, it uh, has to be sticking the banderols on the top of the bottle exactly okay um did you Tell us a little bit about uh, what are the prices Poles are able to pay for a bottle of wine. Yes, uh, I uh, even uh, got a slide for this, but uh, it was uh, uh, not easy to select all the data. So the average um, price of the bottle of wine uh, bought at the discount store and the supermarket is ap- approximately 15 slotte. It's uh, around uh, 3.3 Uh, Euro. Of course, um, different situation is um, in the specialist store sector, uh, which I'm representing. In this sector, the um, uh, average uh, price is between uh, 50-55 slotty, which is uh, around uh, 12 euros. But we have to share uh, and we have to divide the, the, the Poland. Uh, for the Warsaw, it's like an island, and other cities. So uh, the first information about uh, 50-55, it's for the rest uh, of the cities, uh, the rest agglomerations. But in Warsaw, the average price of the bottles is between uh, 65 and uh, 70 zloty, which is around 15 euros. And we can say that uh, uh, we are uh, mentality close to uh, close to German people. Germany, yeah. so, Uh, we are very price uh, sensitive. About it. We can we have to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are a winery and want to sell in Poland, you you must know that we are really price sensitive, except of my 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 city Warsaw. But yes, and I have another question for you. Um, yeah. Do you think? Um, I have my answer and I want to know your answer. Do you think um, that Poles are interested by? points like the counterpoints or awards you know medals etc is it important for the co- consumer in Poland uh, I don't I don't know uh, how it's uh, on the uh, on the whole country I can share with you my experiences with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the meetings with my customers and uh, I uh, can tell you that it's not so important. Of course, for the people who uh, uh, buys a wine like uh, for a present, uh, like a gift, it could be important. But for the wine consumers, uh, most important for them uh, is uh, my team recommendations. They believe and they trust. They believe and they trust more my team recommendations than the medals and uh, the awards. Uh, which uh, appears on the on the labels or on the labels or, or on the bottles. Yeah, I think that the medals and awards are very important in uh, supermarkets, but in specialist yeah. shops, uh, not uh, not so much. I yeah. agree with you actually, and and also 
in polls, people are more focused on, for example, Polish websites and Polish um, wine magazines than international. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I we, we need to finish, but I have last one question. I know that there are more questions online, uh, but I'm sure that Swavek will be uh, very happy to answer your questions if you ask uh, ask him yeah. directly. You can also ask me questions if you have any for me. But the last question from uh, Michela Aru or Michela Aru: Does wine appeal to young people, or maybe it is perceived as that brewerage? Oh, uh, young people, it's a uh, very interesting and very important group. We yeah. organize a lot of events uh, for students. Uh, and I, um, because as I told you at the beginning, uh, I am on the market for over a decade. And I, uh, and I observing that uh, uh, maybe for last four or five years, uh, the, gr the group of students and the young uh, people are one of the most interesting. Yeah. They They are looking for uh, uh, information. They, they want to know about wines uh, uh, much more uh, than uh, older people. Uh, and, uh, and they very focused on wine. I'm, I love uh, to, for, uh, to, to meet the, the, the students and the young people in our, uh, in our tasting or in our events. Mm -hmm. And also, I think it's related to the fact that in past, our parents, they were not drinking wine. So yes. uh, the dad's brewery, it's more vodka, and the wine is the, the thing the young people are drinking. So I think yeah, we are the first generations that we have a possibility to learn our, our children about, yes. the, uh, about wines. And we can show uh, the young generations Uh, how uh, wine it's, uh, can be uh, good alcohol beverages, which is normal everyday uh, companion, not for this, only for special occasion. Yeah, and how it can be part of the culture. Uh, okay, yeah, Sławek, thank you so much. And thank you all for your questions and interest in Polish market. And uh, please ask us questions and uh, we will be happy to answer you. Yes. It was a huge pleasure for me, guys. Uh, thank you so much for the invitation and uh, enjoy your, uh, your day and the uh, rest of the presentation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. With regards. Ciao. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production and publication costs. Until next time, chin chin.